We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Today is Monday, January the 17th, 2022, and it's a great day to have a day here on the Spurs Up show, the best Gamecocks podcast on the internet. And on today's show, I break down Saturday's game as the Gamecocks fall 71 to 63 to the Florida Gators. And more importantly, I'll talk why Saturday's loss serves as the end of an era in Columbia, South Carolina, and why major change is needed at the top of Gamecocks basketball. Also, guys, Shane Beamer keeps on keeping on as he adds to his football staff, adding Sterling Lucas to fill the role of the departed Mike Peterson. I'll give my full thoughts on that addition. Also, news and notes to get into, including Don Staley's squad going on the road and picking up a big conference win. Also, Gamecocks football picking up some commitments, a new president at the University of South Carolina. we got a ton to get into. Also, a fantastic conversation and a great interview with a good friend of mine, former Gamecocks wide receiver Tory Gurley, in a big club exclusive conversation we talk about the 2021 football season his thoughts on Shane Beamer Spencer Rattler the new additions and look ahead to the 2022 football season again guys to hear that conversation be sure to join the big cock club today over at patreon.com slash big cock club or go to any of our social media channels and click the link in bio again to join the big cock club and hear that exclusive conversation with former Gamecocks wide receiver Tory Gurley again guys we have got a packed show for you here on this Monday and as always brought to you by our friends over at Upstate Movers Group guys Upstate Movers Group for all your moving needs in the 2022 calendar here be sure to contact our friends over at Upstate Movers Group. You can find them on social media, at Upstate Movers Group, or of course, if you have any other questions, go to their website, upstatemoversgroup.com. That's upstatemoversgroup.com. Be sure to check them out and tell them Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it. to play whether that be in sports in life in business in relationships 
or anything in between. We all have a responsibility to play those roles to the best of our ability. And so as I sit here on this Monday, we have one of two options. We can continue to dance around the uncomfortable conversations, or we can be honest, we can be genuine, we can face the truth head on. And ladies and gentlemen and boys and girls, that, my friends, is what the Spurs Up show, this podcast, this entity, and this business has been built on. So without further ado, let's have an uncomfortable conversation here on this Monday. Folks, first things first, appreciate you all tuning in. Hope you had a fantastic weekend, no matter where you were, what you were doing, and I hope the show does find you well. Hope you're able to stay warm uh, wherever you are across the state. I know some of you dealt with a snowpocalypse. Us in Columbia, we did not get any sort of snow. We got very, very cold rain. Uh, I never really bought into the hype of the snow apocalypse, if you will. Uh, but I know some of you in the upstate, I've got good friends in Greenville, Charlotte, all especially in the upstate, you guys hit pretty hard. So again, I hope you're safe. Hope you're enjoying your snow day if you're having one here on this Monday, if you will. But again, really excited to chat with each and every single one of you because again, guys, it was a very, very busy weekend and we have got a lot to get into here on this Monday. Guys, a couple of housekeeping items I want to knock out really, really quickly because, again, we got a ton to discuss. Uh, first things first, very excited in case you missed it. Baseball content is officially back this week with tomorrow serving as officially one month until opening day. Isn't it crazy? Yardcocks baseball just around the corner. We'll begin breaking down Gamecocks baseball on tomorrow's podcast and every single week leading up to opening day. We are starting with our position unit preview. Specifically tomorrow, we'll talk starting pitchers. Thursday, we'll talk relievers. And each Tuesday and Thursday of every week leading up to first pitch, I will break down each and every single position unit for Gamecocks baseball. Then the week of opening day, we'll drop predictions and we'll do our series preview. And then we're off and running with the baseball season. But again, guys, you know, I'm a huge baseball guy. The baseball content um, is something I'm extremely passionate about and love doing. So again, very excited to let you all know that baseball content is officially back on the Spurs Up show. And there will not be a week without baseball content, at least until the end of the 2022 season. It is a fantastic feeling here on this Monday. Uh, also, a quick update for all those who are a part of the Big Cock Club. I told you all, you will all be getting welcome care packages, if you will, with a koozie sticker, welcome note. I am sending those out this week week. Had to wait on the stickers to come in. So just to give you guys an update, those are going out this week. Uh, also, of course, just a quick reminder, guys, content is normal this week. Podcast Daily Crow, we are at 10 Roof this Wednesday, 5 to 7. Also want to update you all, brand ambassador announcement over the weekend, contributors, podcasts, adding those to the Spurs Up show. I am still working on those applications. I will be getting back to you all ASAP. Again, I'm taking my time when it comes to those applications to make sure we add the right 
people. So again, if you don't hear from yours truly for a couple of days, do not fret. This is something that we're taking our time going through the applications very thoroughly and reaching out to each and every single one of you. And last thing, guys, you've probably seen it on social media, but a big business announcement. We have added some new TSUS athletes on the football side, punter Kai Kroger. You know, we love our specialists here on the Spurs Up shows. So again, we added Kai to the team and Gamecocks swimmer, Jackson Davis. Guys, it doesn't matter which sport it is. All across, we're helping Gamecock student athletes. So again, Kai Kroger, Jackson Davis, welcome to the team. And I can assure you, these are far from the final additions. We're working right now with a Gamecocks baseball player. And again, with these guys, they're going to have their own special promo codes. Uh, Kroger, you can use for Kai. Kroger gives you 10% off. And then Jay Davis also gives you 10% off as well, guys. We're doing promo codes. We're doing merch with each of these individual athletes as well. Again, a lot of cool stuff to help out the student athletes and support. Of course, guys, you all know NIL has changed the game. So again, really excited to add the latest TSUS athletes in Kai Kroger and Jackson Davis. Again, really exciting stuff with the business and the positive momentum with the business and stuff like that. And again, guys, thank you all so much for your love and support because without it, there's no way we'd have the opportunity to add such amazing student athletes to our list of TSUS athletes. All right, without further ado, let's go ahead and dive into a Gamecocks basketball. That's where we've got to start on the men's side, because yours truly was in the building. South Carolina falls to the Florida Gators by a final score of 71 to 63. A Florida team that came into Colonial Life Arena winless in SEC play. Now, give credit where credit's due. They had lost to some really talented teams, some really, really good teams. And looking at Florida on the floor, you could tell, hey, this is a pretty solid bunch, right? Like, like They're better than an 0-3 SEC record shows. But as I said at the beginning of the show, let's have the uncomfortable conversation. As I said at the beginning of the show, let's stop dancing around the point that needs to be made. Because as I've told you guys before, and I will reiterate it here, as you all know, there's nobody tuned in that doesn't know our history and doesn't know my history. At one point, I was known as the fire the coach guy because of the fire will must chant video that went oh so viral after the September of 2019 contest against the North Carolina Tar Heels in which the Gamecocks, of course, lost that game at Bank of America Stadium. And for better or for worse, that served as a jumping point for TSUS and the business and the content. And for better or for worse, for quite a while, people knew yours truly as, oh, that's the fire will must champ guy. That's the fire will must champ guy. What a legend, the fire will must champ guy. Hey, and some people, it was negative. Oh, to hell with that dude. That's the fire will must champ guy. Either way, whatever. And as I've told you all before, there is no content that is made here, no videos, no articles, no podcasts, no live streams, anything of the sort that is made solely for a reaction, that is made solely for views, that is made solely for clicks. I've always believed since the jump of keeping it authentic, keeping it genuine, and I believe people can sniff bullshit from a mile away. So I would never try to come on these here airways and tell you all something just because I felt, oh, this is what they want to hear. 
I've built the business around being genuine and honest, and that's what I'll continue to do. And genuinely and honestly, I can tell you that going into Saturday's game, we all knew how big of a game this was. Going into Saturday's game, we all understood what was at risk in regards to the feelings around the program. And we knew that the program, in a sense, was hanging on by a thread, and specifically Frank Martin. Because we can talk about the loss to Florida and what went wrong. And guys, I I think what you're seeing right now is, you know, this team is who it is. As we said Wednesday after the Tennessee game, this team is who it is. It's, you know, it, it, what's, what's, what's really tough for me is it's a team that I like. There's a lot of individual players on this team that I really like. You know, again, shooters shoot. Like, I think there's some really good individual players, some really good individual shooters. I think there's some guys on this team that are really fun to watch. But the inconsistencies, and this team just does so many things that good basketball teams cannot do. And I understand Florida was a five-point favorite, but it goes beyond the result on Saturday because you, you fall to one in three in SEC play. And I told you all coming in this season what the lead storyline was of this basketball season, and that was this. The future of South Carolina basketball under head coach Frank Martin. And that after the Final Four, you've done nothing. Let's call it for what it is. You have done nothing. And I know Frank Martin. I have sympathy to Frank Martin, by the way, guys, because I know Frank Martin will cite 10-year record. I know he'll cite SEC record. I know he'll cite this win and that win and that win and this win. But the bottom line is this, guys. If you're not making the tournament, nobody gives a damn. Because the entire point of college basketball is March Madness. And there's only two things right now, maybe three you could say, that could save South Carolina basketball and save the Frank Martin era in Columbia. And those three things are this. Number one, picking up a breakthrough, game-changing type of five-star prospect commitment, if you will. Number two, winning games, simply put. And number three, a change at the top, a changing of the guard in regards to the Gamecocks head basketball coach. I said this a couple of days ago. I've said this more than once over the past few weeks. Frank Martin's biggest problem is not that the Gamecocks lost by eight to Florida. The Gamecocks' biggest problem is not that they are 10 and six overall or one and three in SEC play. Frank Martin's biggest problem is that this fan base has checked out with him leading the charge for South Carolina basketball. It feels very similar to the end of the Will Muschamp era in football. And guys, I I made this point on social media over the weekend, and I want to reiterate it because I could have gone on record saying fire Frank Martin a while ago. I know many of you out there did. But I didn't want to have a pull a quick trigger. I didn't want to overreact. And I wanted to make sure after the game on Saturday, especially, that I really articulated my opinion. And I was really able to, to give a very well thought out response 
to what is going on with South Carolina basketball. Because this is not like the Will Muschamp scenario. I do not have animosity to Frank Martin. I actually think Frank Martin is a good basketball coach. I've said that before, and I'll say it again. You don't take a team to a Final Four. You don't do it for as long as Frank Martin's been doing it if you're not a good basketball coach and you do not know the game of basketball, right? I think we'd all agree, Will Muschamp's just not a good head football coach. And Will Muschamp drove the South kind of program into oblivion. I don't view Frank Martin in that light. But the question's not, is Frank Martin a good basketball coach? The question is, does his style work well enough and can players flourish under him to get South Carolina basketball back to a level of even competing to go to the NCAA tournament? And even beyond that, guys, even beyond that, can Frank Martin get South Carolina basketball back to a product where it's actually fun to watch again? And there's nothing that tells me that is the case. Listen, I think there are issues with the South Carolina men's basketball program beyond just the head coach. That's another reason why I haven't jumped down Frank Martin's throat as quickly as some others. Because I know many many of you out there expected me to be the hashtag fire Frank Martin and come in Frank Martin, you know, come at Frank Martin with the same vitriol and and, uh, aggression that I came at Will Muschamp. And I think there are more issues than just Frank, but guys, at this point, at this point, the program is dead. Fans do not care. Fans have checked out, and that is Frank Martin's biggest problem. And you can sit there and and scoff at that statement. You can disagree. But I tell you what, doing what I do for a living and talking with Gamecock fans and going to games, I feel like I've got a pretty good feel on the pulse of South Carolina fans. And I can tell you folks this, from those I talk to, from those I conversate with, those I chat with, there aren't many that could give a damn about South Carolina basketball. And the reason is this, Frank Martin's been there so long, he's saying the same things. It feels like he's doing the same things. It feels like this basketball team is doing the same things year after year after year. They're not fun to watch. There are no expectations. It's just the basketball program just sort of there. It's just sort of there. You know, football's football. We're all passionate about football, and we're very hopeful and optimistic about the future under Shane Beamer, of course. South Carolina baseball is the gym of Carolina, right? Two-time national champions. We understand the expectations. What Dawn Staley's doing and where Gamecocks women's basketball sits speaks for itself. South Carolina men's basketball, meh, just sort of there. Just sort of there. And I feel as someone in my position that call it for what it is, and I don't say this from an ego standpoint, that but that has built the platform and has the voice and has the platform that we do. How do we change the narrative around Gamecocks men's basketball? How do we how do we go from it sort of just being there to making it matter? Really making it matter. Because I've thought to myself too, guys, I'm like, if we were really passionate about men's basketball, if we really cared about winning, we would have fired Frank Martin two years ago. But we've just kind of sat on our hands and sat back and 
and just let it kind of let things play. Oh, we're, we're not really supposed to be good at men's basketball anyways. Well, to hell with that. To hell with that. If I'm going to go to every single game and watch every single game, by God, I at least want to see an entertaining product. Because, guys, here's a hot take for you. And maybe I'm saying this selfishly from the content creator perspective, because I know some of you will disagree with this. The worst case scenario is not being terrible. Let me say that again. The worst case scenario is not being terrible. The worst case scenario is being where we are right now, which is painfully average. We're painfully average. There's no juice in the program right now. There's nothing that makes the common fan wake up on Saturday and say, oh, yeah, Gamecocks are playing Florida. That's when I really feel like I need to watch. I'm sure most people, that was like the furthest thing from what they were planning on doing on Saturday. Hey, Gamecocks play at Arkansas tomorrow night. How many people do you think really give a shit about tuning in? Truly, outside of the diehards like you and I that will tune into every game pretty much no matter what. And guys, I've told you this before, and and I'll just say it. I'll just say it. I love South Carolina basketball. I'm a Gamecock fan through and through. If you want to say I'm a bad fan, you can kiss my ass, but you can be my guest. I really don't care. But if it wasn't for TSUS and if it wasn't for me wanting to have a well-rounded business and cover all the sports and show love to all the sports, but if it wasn't for business, I probably wouldn't even watch Gamecocks men's basketball. It's just not good enough for anybody to give a damn. And so again, you can keep doing the same thing over and over and over and, and hoping for a different result. But, man, this isn't a one-year or two-year sample size. Outside of a three-week hot stretch in March and April of 2017, you know, I don't want to say this program has done nothing under Frank Martin because Frank Martin, give credit where credit's due. He's done a great job, you know, getting this program at least to a level of respectability. But the problem is you've just plateaued. The problem is it feels like you're stuck. How do you get unstuck? And so, guys, again, I I know I give my takeaways to games and my biggest takeaway, I give you my biggest takeaway from each game. Well, my biggest takeaway from Saturday, simply put, and again, I don't say this with vitriol. I don't say this with ill will towards Frank Martin. I sort of feel for Frank Martin, if you want to know the honest truth. But I don't say this with vitriol. But, guys, my biggest takeaway from Saturday is this. Barring a major turnaround, and I, and I say that first part because there's a part of me that says, man, we're only four games in SEC play. Like, a lot can still happen. But barring a major turnaround, the Frank Martin era should be over in Columbia. Bottom line, end of story. And again, it's no vitriol to Frank Martin, but it's just simply one of those things. Guys, the relationship has run its course. The relationship has run its course. We've all been there in life, right? We've we've had a relationship with someone. Hey, whether it be a romantic relationship, a friendship, whatever it is, where there's no animosity, there's no ill will on either side, but it's just, hey, this isn't the best thing for me, and this isn't the best thing for you. Let's let bygones be bygones and just go our separate direction. Life pulls us all in different ways. And so I, I don't dislike Frank Martin. You know, I, I, I don't wish ill will to Frank Martin. 
again, it's, a, you know, I, I would say this too. I mean, it's a sports state, guys. Just because you want to see a change at the top, that, that doesn't mean that you're, you're you know, there, there's personal animosity. It's business, man. You're getting paid millions of dollars to coach basketball. I mean, give me a break. Same thing I said about Will Muschamp when people, you know, when he got fired and, you know, again, this is, I'm getting sidetracked, but he got fired and people, oh, God, you're celebrating him losing his job. How dare you? I'm like, he got paid $13 million. Give me a break. Give me a break. But anyways, the program is dead. It's not even the fact that like you're, you're not winning games. I mean, of course, that's the reason it is dead. But the style is outdated. There's a reason why coaches like Frank Martin with their abrasive coaching styles, there's a reason they are a dying breed. There's a reason they're basically extinct. Coaches like Frank Martin and Will Muschamp don't win anymore. You know what coaches do win? Shane Beamers, Dabo Sweeney's. And you might think, oh, they're snowflakes. The players are too soft. Martin's a great coach. They're just not executing. And you know what? I hear you. But guess what? If you can't coach today's athlete, you can't get the most out of today's athlete, you can't put an entertaining product on the floor, you got no place in the college game, man. You got no place at any level. Because as we all know, it's not just basketball. It's across all sports. It's about offense. It's about scoring points. It's about putting an entertaining product out there. If you're not going to win big, if you're not going to win at the highest level, you better put an entertaining product out there. Again, there ain't nobody out there in Gamecock land right now that looks forward to watching this team. Nobody. There's nobody out there saying, oh, I got to go to this game. We, we got to go see the boys. Nobody does. Watching Gamecocks basketball has become painful. It has become painful. It has become a chore for most people. It is a chore to watch South Carolina basketball. You know what my first thought was after the game Saturday? Thank God we get to start talking baseball this week. Thank God. I mean, thank goodness. Because, again, I'll never stop covering men's basketball. I never will. But I know there's many of you out there saying, Chris, for the love of God, just let's move on. Let's move on. I can't take it anymore. So, again, let, let, let's not go back on our own word, by the way. Let's no go, not go back on our own word that we said before the season. We all knew, hey, if you don't make the tournament this year in year 10, again, let's make that clear, too. This isn't year three or four. This is year 10. If you don't make the tournament in year 10, you're going to have to really look yourself in the mirror and make a decision. Because here's the thing, guys. If you bring Frank Martin back, what is the energy level going to be around the program? I mean, look at what Shane Beamer's done with Gamecocks football. The positive energy, the positive momentum, the positivity, the hope, the optimism that did not exist before he took the job. And you're just, you're, you're back, you're, you're to that point in basketball where there's no hope, there's no positive energy, there's no optimism, there's no reason to believe that things will get better I mean, guys, try, try to convince me why this program – oh, the, the, the program's still on an upward trajectory under Frank Martin. Why? Recruiting's not good. Frank Martin's style is Frank Martin's style, folks. He ain't changing. He ain't evolving. What makes you believe the product is going to change? And if the product doesn't change and the coach doesn't change, how's the end result going to change? 
again, only two things really, you know, again, I'll say three, but let's just throw away the, the five-star recruit thing because that's probably not going to happen. Two things are going to save, save this program and fire people back up and put some juice in the game Cox men's basketball. Winning a lot of games, going on an unexpected hot streak and, and, and making the NCAA tournament or changing head coaches. And so what's easier? I think it's easier to change your coach. I don't see this team putting together some, you know, unexpected turnaround and, 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 and qualifying for postseason play. I just, I just don't see it. I just don't see it. And again, guys, I'm not going to be out there every single morning, you know, putting up hashtag fire Frank Martin. I'm not going to be making fire Frank Martin merch. Again, it's nowhere near to the level that it was in football. But again, I think that also speaks back to we have no expectations for men's basketball, and that annoys me. That, honestly, guys, it irks me. It irks me. So I think it, as someone, again, with, with the platform we have and the voice that I have and the impact that we have, I think it's my responsibility to make it a big deal. It, it should be a big deal. It should be a big deal. We should be demanding more. We, we absolutely should. You're not a bad fan for wanting your basketball team to be competitive. And again, it even rubs salt in the wound. And I don't say this in a negative way, but it rubs salt in the wound when you see what Don Staley and company are doing. Number one in the country, on their way to probably winning a national title. And your men's program is just trash. Your men's program's trash. So again, I'm not saying all this because you lost to Florida. I'm not saying all this because you lost to Tennessee. I'm not saying all this because... You're 10 and six, or you're one and three in SEC play. This has been a long time coming, man. And I guess I am just tired of, I will no longer be sweeping under the rug. Oh, well, you know, I mean, we'll just see if we can bounce back. And, you know, Frank's a good basketball coach, and it's not time to say fire Frank Martin yet, but it is. It's, it's, it's time. It's time. And again, I don't say it with vitriol. I don't say it with ill will or anything like that. But again, it's a relationship that has run its course. Bottom line, it's a relationship that's run its course. And barring some crazy turnaround, the Frank Martin era needs to end. It just, it needs to end. Frank Martin's not a bad basketball coach. Frank Martin's not a bad dude. But man, I, you know, his time in Columbia is over. It, it is, it's over. I mean, I, I, I think we should all truly thank Frank Martin for the job he's done. We should thank Frank Martin. Again, for many Gamecock fans, that Final Four run was the greatest memory in the history of their fandom. But one Final Four run does not give you a lifetime pass. And the job or lack thereof since, you could argue has been unforgivable. So again, guys, I, I don't want to beat a dead horse here on this Monday, but it's time. It's time. I, I've, I've, I've bit my tongue. I've, I've held back as long as I can, as long as I could. And again, I was in the building Saturday, and it, and it just hurts me that, that Gamecocks men's basketball is, is just, it's the redheaded stepchild of the athletic department. And so what can you do? What can you do to get people excited again? Or at least interested again, just interested. A change at the top. A change at the top is absolutely needed. And for those that say, well, who would you go get? 
Who would you go get? You know what? You were probably the same people saying that when we were calling for Will Muschamp to be let go. And look what happened. Who knows? Who knows? You might land on a Shane Beamer in basketball. You might land on someone who can provide a spark to your program because give Frank Martin credit. If this is the end, he's leaving the program much better off than he found it. Give credit where credit's due. But it needs a spark. There needs to be new fire, new blood. You got to get new blood in this program. So again, I, you know, I, I, we all just want to see the program be great. We all want to see the program be successful. Again, I, I don't think Gamecock fans, I know we don't. I know Gamecock fans don't have unrealistic expectations when it comes to this basketball program. Nobody's expecting this program to make the tournament year after year after year. Nobody's expecting this program to go win national championships. But three NCAAs a decade? Is that really asking that much? We all get it's tough to recruit here, but you got the facilities, you you you've got the fan base, and guys, you're doing it. You're doing it in women's basketball. What's the excuse? What is the excuse? You can't fear change forever. I don't believe in changing things for the sake of changing them. But there's plenty of context. There's more than enough evidence that a change is needed. And that's why I'm calling for it here today on this Monday. Guys, let's move to our Shooter Shoot Award because, again, uh, in the eight-point loss, uh, Chico Carter Jr. played really, really good basketball in 15 minutes, had 12 points, five for nine on field goals, and two for four from outside. So, again, Chico Carter Jr., the winner of our Shooter Shoot Award. What's next for Gamecocks basketball? Tomorrow night, South Carolina will travel to Fayetteville to take on the Arkansas Razorbacks, and again, uh, another really tough SEC game. But again, guys, the 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 subject matter of today's show, and the thing we all want to focus on is the future, the, the future of this program, the future of this team. We all understand it's probably going to be a rough finish the rest of the way out. That doesn't mean that yours truly is going to stop previewing the games, breaking down the games, watch the games, all that good stuff. But again, barring a major turnaround, not saying it couldn't happen, most likely won't, Barring a major turnaround, there needs to be a shakeup in Columbia. You got to do something to get energy and, and, and positive emotion and, and positive feelings and just hope. Hope. Hope isn't everything. Hope's not a strategy. But if you don't have hope, you have nothing. You've got to do something to reinstill hope in this Gamecocks men's basketball program. Guys, let's move to football. Shane Beamer adding to his staff on Friday afternoon as Sterling Lucas fills the position of the departed. Mike Peterson going to be coaching outside linebackers, bucks, DNs, if you will. Uh, be totally honest, guys. I don't know a ton about this dude. Previous experience with the Jags and the Ravens. He was at NC State as a player as well and a grad assistant. Uh, overall, from what we hear, you know, positive addition. I think the biggest challenge will be for him having to recruit now, something he's never done. But a very well-respected guy at the NFL rank. So, again, knows what he's doing. I mean, for sure, knows what he's doing. Um, but, again, Sterling Lucas added to Shane Beamer's staff. And, again, I, I would say good pickup, good pickup. Again, I, I don't know a ton about him. We'll start to learn more about him as we get closer to spring ball and, and Coach Beamer speaks on him a little bit more and we start to hear from Sterling Lucas a little bit. But, again, NFL guy should bring positive experience. How does he fare in recruiting? We will see. But I would say especially, 
a Gamecocks defense that needs to be better at getting after the quarterback, maybe just maybe Sterling Lucas can help you in that regard. So again, only time will tell, but Sterling Lucas officially added to Shane Beamer's staff. All right, guys, news and notes to get into. Women's basketball at a big game takes down Arkansas. Great road win. Final score of 61 to 52. Great stuff. Again, anytime you go on the road in the SEC, there is no such thing as a bad win. So again, South kind of women improving to 17 and one and five and one in the SEC. Dawn Staley's squad just keeping on Keep it on. And guys, they don't play again, by the way, until next Monday at home. I don't know why they've got such a long hiatus, but next Monday, Gamecocks will return home a week from today to take on the Vanderbilt Commodores. And then, of course, Thursday of next week, the game against UConn at Colonial Life. We're going to get one hell of a matchup. Uh, also, guys, Shane Beam on the football side of things, picking up a pair of commitments, five-star kicker, Daniel Lester, and preferred walk-on quarterback, Hayden Lee. Now, the kicker, guys, a lot of people have asked, where is he five stars? I don't see that, guys. Kickers are rated differently. So I believe it's on uh, – what, what was the rating service? The rating service, Corn Blue Kicking. He is rated a five-star kicker and the sixth best kicker in the country. Again, kickers are rated differently, okay? But again, a positive pickup. We love our specialists here. And you lose Parker White. You figure he will play a big role in the kicker competition. And then, of course, like I mentioned, guys, preferred walk-on quarterback, Hayden Lee, a kid that is coming from North Greenville. And I don't get some of the comments. People are like, oh, my God, why are we adding this dude? Like, guys, he's a preferred walk-on. He's going to give you depth. You need a certain number of players when it comes to filling scholarships and filling positions and stuff like that. Um, you know, Will he ever see the field? Probably not. Let's call it for what it is. But Hayden Lee joining the Gamecocks. Welcome home to those two gentlemen. Also, last thing, the University of South Carolina has a brand new president, Michael Amaritis. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly, but either way, uh, Prez, welcome home to a brand new president. We will have to see how his time goes. Hey, as long as he doesn't call the University of South Carolina, the University of California, and he doesn't plagiarize from an old speech, then I think he's already doing one hell of a a job. But again, always exciting when you're starting a new era, especially for the university as a whole. The university president, I'm sure he'll be very involved with sports as well. Really excited to see just how involved he is with sports. But uh, Michael Amaritis, and again, if I'm saying that incorrectly, I do apologize. But either way, the University of South Carolina getting a new president over the weekend. Guys, hey, that's going to do it all for me. Appreciate you all tuning in. I will say this. I would love to hear your comments, your thoughts in the comments regarding Frank Martin, am I being too harsh on Frank Martin? Am I pulling an early trigger? What do you think needs to happen for the future of Gamecocks men's basketball again to re-energize this program, to give fans hope again and optimism and positive energy regarding this program? Leave your thoughts in the comments, guys. Also, fantastic conversation today. One of my all-time favorite interviews, one of my all-time favorite guests, guests, and a friend of the show, former Gamecocks wide receiver, Tori Gurley, joined me in an exclusive Big Cock Club interview. If you want to hear that full conversation, of course, guys, as always, we'll be posting clips on social media from Tori and I's conversation. But to hear the full conversation, watch the video, all that good stuff, patreon.com slash Club. Again, that's Patreon dot com slash big cock club also of course you can go to our social media pages click that link in bio you will see the big cock club link to join there 
today. Also, guys, you get much, much more, by the way, beyond just those interviews. You get a 20% promo code to use for life for all of our stuff on our online store at TSUS.store. That guy's alone is worth joining the Big Cock Club. If you like the merch, so you get that. You get exclusive Big Cock Club merch offerings. You get access to our private Big Cock Club Discord, early sneak peeks at content, tons of great stuff. And also, guys, as is told earlier and as is new, you get a Big Cock Club care package when you join today that includes a handwritten letter, a koozie, and a sticker. So again, and we're and we're adding more great benefits as well to the Big Cock Club as we go throughout the 2022 calendar year. But again, that full conversation with Tori Gurley, there's also the link in the description of this podcast. You can click that link. It'll take you over to our Patreon and you can hear that full conversation. But again, guys, hey, appreciate you all tuning in. Hope you had a fantastic weekend. Let's have one hell of a week. Have a great rest of your Monday and we'll talk to you tomorrow. 